Welcome to the Harrington Star FinTech Diversity and Inclusion Discussions. I want to showcase the people across our industry who are advocates for change. I love to celebrate the wins, but we know that we need so much more to be done to ensure that change actually happens. In these diversity and inclusion discussions, I have a number of series. The Humans of FinTech, the Talent Surgery, the Maternity and Paternity Stories, and the longest running of them all, the Women of FinTech podcast series. I do lots of work to drive change campaigns across our industry to increase inclusion within the workplace. So please contact me for more information to see how we can partner together. You can contact me through my LinkedIn or at nadia.edwards-dashti at harringtonstar.com. In the meantime, enjoy the show. Women of FinTech podcast series. We are here today to celebrate the wins, raise awareness of the challenges, and walk the talk for change across the entire industry. Today, we are joined by Monica Milares, Head of Product at BigPay. Now, BigPay are all about the consumer and making finance more accessible. They believe banking should be accessible to everyone, no matter age, occupation, nationality. They've built a money app that genuinely puts customers' needs at the center. So Monica seeks out others who wish to drive positive change in the industry, and she boasts 15 plus years of working in a highly pressured, fast changing environment, growing businesses and building high performing teams in financial services. So I'm really excited to announce that she's here with us today. So welcome, Monica. Hi, Nadia. Thank you. I'm very excited to be here today. Yeah, it's great to have you. So can you start by telling us a bit more about BigPay? Of course. Uh, so BigPay by now, we are the largest fintech in Malaysia. So while the fintech industry started in the UK, Europe and US five, six years ago, uh, Asia came a little bit later, Southeast Asia came a little bit later. So BigPay was one of the pioneers. We launched two years ago. Now we have over a million customers. Uh, and we offer basically money management tools for people with the aim to not only offer financial products like a card or money transfers, but also to help them with their financial well-being, to help them understand their finances better, to offer them more fair and transparent products. So yeah, we're here to help the people. Well, that's great. Um, I love to hear about, you know, doing things for good and like helping, helping yeah. the masses and helping the people. And it sounds great. And the fact that you, you were pioneers. Um, now, what about a bit of your background? It would be lovely to hear about your journey and your journey to your current position. Oh, my journey has been very interesting. Of course, like any journey, it's not linear. Uh, I wanted to study gastronomy. <laughs> Incredible. I know, I know. And my mom influenced me to study engineering because I could always go back to gastronomy. Yeah, uh, yeah. And I was very lucky that my first job was in a bank in product. Uh, and then that was back, I'm originally from Mexico, so that was in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Then that role back then, Africa was focusing on mobile banking, not because they were pioneers and because fintech, it was because uh because of poverty 
people did not have access to banks, but they had access to phones. And that led me to study technology. I was like, oh, that is cool. And I moved to the UK to, do, to study my master's in, in technology, basically. And then after that, I did a series of roles in corporate uh, kind of like institutions like Visa Barclays. And then about six years ago, I had an amazing opportunity. One of those that I was looking, they were looking, and I met an entrepreneur that I admire a lot, uh, Ricky Knox, and he was starting Tandem, Tandem Bank. He was like, hey, Monica, banking is broken. I'm starting a new bank. Amazing. I was like, whoa, this is a once in a lifetime opportunity. It's like, of course I do. And then I jumped. Uh, and with him and all the senior management team in tandem, that was the beginning of my career as an entrepreneur and, and in fintech. And I did, I was very, very lucky that I joined at the very beginning of the company. So I got to see how to grow and build a bank from scratch and a fintech from scratch. Then, of course, we had our downs in terms of a start in the, in, in the journey of a startup and we lost funding overnight. And that led me to basically start looking because all of us were put at risk, right? And then in that journey, I decided after going through interviews, I was like, no, I want to start in FinTech and I want to go for another mm -hmm. bank, but still was very uncertain. And an opportunity came up. One day I got a call and they were like, are you open to moving to Asia? I was like, no, thank you. I'm very happy here. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Thinking, I'm like, I don't care. Thank you. <laughs> but that, but then it's like, you know, that conversation led to exploring a little bit more. And then I was like, wow, if I've had the opportunity to start a bank from scratch with these entrepreneurs here in the UK, what else can I do next? And then it was just like the market opportunity makes sense. There were no fintechs in Asia. The market, the size of the market, the number of people that live in Southeast Asia is huge and the need was huge. And then I was like, well, <laughs> what else can I do? I was like, let's do it again, but this time in Asia and yeah. this time instead of being a member of the team as a junior member of the team, this time leading the change. So that's how I ended wow. up here. Wow, I love hearing that and like your passion through the story because yes. it's, so, it's so important to share this because you know, look, there are ups and downs, you know, the downs, the downs are there, but actually the downs can lead to your, your biggest opportunities. Um, Correct. So it's, it's great to hear, hear your positivity through that. So tell us a bit more about your role as head of product. What does that actually entail? <laughs> so the very, very, very dynamic role, and it has changed. When I joined, I was the head of product of a team of one. <laughs> so it was me and that's it. Yeah, so yeah. because of that, I have done all the roles of the product team. Basically, it's like from thinking of proposition, the creative pro process, discovery work, testing, user research, building like tech, working with all the teams, uh, building the team, building and hiring and growing the team, building and, and setting up processes, changing them a hundred times because as we scale, uh, basically we have to adapt and change. So it's an extremely flexible role, but it entails end to end. Like anything that has to be with product, like the app as such, yeah. that somehow passed through my pipeline, which is extremely fulfilling and super fun. 
And these days I'm focusing more on experience as such. What's the proposition, customers, strategy. And it's because that's kind of my core strength. That's what I like the most and that's what the company needs the most. So even the team as such, it's dynamic and then I have the opportunity to flex as needed. Nice. Yeah, that's great. And, and it's really nice to hear how, how you describe it as fulfilling. Um, because I think, you know, for me personally, like I've got to feel that way at work. Otherwise, it's very difficult to be to bring my best. Um, so it's amazing to hear you you talk about that. Now, um, you've told me before that you believe um, that you've got where you are because of your mentors. And you, you know, you you mentioned a mentor earlier. I'd like you just to tell us a bit more about that. Yes. Well. I'm very passionate, well, in life I'm very passionate, but I'm very passionate about personal growth. Yeah. And as part of that, I always believe that you are in charge of your career, basically, and the opportunities that you create. The company is not going to give them to you. So I was never afraid of asking for help, especially yeah. because, and maybe we can touch on this later, because like I, I felt back then at the beginning of my career that I was not from the UK. Therefore, I felt that I had somehow a disadvantage because I didn't know how everything worked. So I was always trying to look up to the people that had made it already to where I wanted to go and ask them. Insecurities, I remember it like this uh, head of department in Barclays. I, like beginning of my career, I, as bubbly as I am, I had panic, like I couldn't speak up in a meeting. <laughs> and I was like, how do I talk? By the time I want to say something, the conversation has Oh, the conversation's gone, gone hasn't it? <laughs> yes, exactly. And she yeah. was like, don't worry, that happened to me all the time. And I was like, really? And then when you reach out to people, to more senior people, you realize that they are also human, like you, and they have like good advice that, can, that they do care you realize that they do care. I've come across like so many people that say, oh, management doesn't care. I believe the opposite. I believe management does care. So it's, it's when, when you approach a mentor, people genuinely share their experience to, well, I guess experience gives you many lessons. <laughs> so you want to pass them to the younger generation. And, yeah. and yeah, mentors can make a massive difference. They've made a huge difference in my life. And a mentor can be a structured mentoring program. It can be your boss, direct manager, or it can be someone else in the organization that, that you admire or someone else at the organization. But they are extremely important. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's so, so great to share that. Um, so I want to explore that a little bit more because um, I want to talk about how we can increase the industry's diversity of people. Um, and I know that you think that that's a lot to do with confidence and speaking up. So if you could tell us a bit more about that, that'd be great. Yes. Um, this is a topic that it's very close to my heart, I think, especially the confidence and, and speaking up. And I've noticed as I started hiring the team, especially with women, like some of my managers told me before throughout my career, but uh, I've seen it many times, like we have imposter syndrome. We get overly stressed because we don't know how to do something, especially when we're like younger. Uh, so as I think most of the career advice focuses on 
build this skill, learn agile, learn uh, design thinking, learn coding. It's a no. <laughs> well, yes, you can learn that. Yes, learn that. And please uh, work. And it's, it's very difficult to work on your confidence as such, but it's like work on the awareness, on your awareness such that whenever you feel like stressed out, whenever you feel like tons of doubts, don't keep them to yourself. Because what happens is when you have a room full of people and only one person speaks up, you only get the value of one person. Well, you have like all these three or four or five heads that have super good ideas, but they keep them to themselves just because of fear of being wrong. Mm. And then it's, uh, as I, and I've seen it happen, as soon as people start being more self-assured slash confident and they start speaking up then the conversation becomes more valuable because you have different points of views and that is beautiful like in our team like we have diversity of backgrounds of thoughts of nationality of leadership style like so much diversity and that's what makes us a very strong team all the different ideas coming together into the melting pot so that then we can create something better yeah yeah and that's fantastic i love how you describe it as beautiful as well because you're absolutely right it's beautiful and strong um so so just listening to all of that if there was one lesson that you would share with the audience um what would that be know yourself and know how to manage your emotions and your inner game and this is not the conventional advice that you get in careers books and harvard business review and all those <laughs> <laughs> this is advice that, well, I've learned over time, especially fintechs, they have ups and downs and you have to work really, really hard to make it work, basically. So I've learned a lot in my five years in fintech. And the more you know who you are, what are your strengths, what you like, and equally important, like what triggers you, what are your strengths. <laughs> those things make you make your life better and by default it helps you have a thriving career so it's not about like career it's about you and know you and what you like and where you want to be in life and little by little like you get to know you better i think it's about that rather than any tactic or strategy or knowledge mm. just know you yeah, lovely. Really, really good bit of advice there and, and so authentic. Um, so you, you say quite a bit, you know, don't compromise on who you are. Be proud of who you are. Can you tell us about your success factors? Yes, um, that's been a theme throughout my career. Like I said, like I moved to the UK, I was Mexican. So many times I was like, oh, Mexican in the UK, woman in banking, because I always work in banking. Yeah, yeah. It's like the only woman in the group, you know, and, and not only that, but it's like style wise, I'm like bubbly and happy and banking men, UK, bubbly and happy. it's kind of the opposite. Uh, and uh, coming back to mentors, at some point, one of my really close mentors, he asked me, what makes you uniquely you? Not what are your strengths? your skill sets, it's like, what makes you uniquely you? And when I started 
kind of exploring that question, I realized that what makes me uniquely me is who I am, not what I know, not who I know, not my, of course, my experience makes me good, but it's like who I am that makes me great at what I do. Therefore, instead of starting to have self-doubts about my style or my background or my insecurities of what I don't know, I started focusing on the good things about me. And it's that uh, positive cycle again. The more you focus on the good things about you and who you are, like being truly you at work is the biggest blessing that you can have while you work. Because otherwise, you are just like not full of life on the contrary. Yeah, yeah. I think that's absolutely fantastic, yeah. And that became very evident when I moved to Asia because there was a culture shock. Culture shock with Asia, with the company, like so many culture shocks in so many ways. And that's when it hit me home that I was like, yes, I'm different. I'm even more different than when I was back then. (laughs) And it's because of that difference that I'm great at this job. And I'm great at the company. And that's how I add value. I, I realized that I add most value because I am different. Yeah, that, that we need to quote. Yeah, I think that's absolutely fantastic. You, you, add, you add your value because you were different. And I think that's, yes. um, that's just, that's fantastic. Um, so what about uh, what's next on the horizon for you and Big Pang? Oh, of course, it's, we are still a, a young startup young fintech so expansion expand that's the theme i think it's expansion uh, market wise southeast asia is a big place uh there's uh, a need for this type of organization so market expansion and product expansion as well like so far we've been focusing on card and money management and money transfers but now we'll start focusing as well on expanding the product suite, moving to lending, insurance, wealth management, so that we can offer the whole suite of products to customers rather than just a very specific view. Well, it all sounds so exciting. And I think for everyone listening, I want everyone to ask themselves, what makes you uniquely you? That is the best question. (laughs) Yeah, I love it. And everyone should think about that question because I'm, I'm, I absolutely love that that's how you've spoken, your, your, your personality, your enthusiasm. And, and this is what we need to hear. Women in fintech, women considering fintech, women thinking about moving into the industry. This is the industry. And um, Monica, it's been such a pleasure to learn about your story, your business and you. Um, and and I've absolutely you, loved getting to know you. So thank you so much for being with us today on the Women of Fintech podcast series. Thank you for having me.